worked out very well. Uh, Sunday's case studies were excellent. Uh, last week's case Amen. studies were also excellent on the surely anointing. Um, I believe that God in, in all of this, in all of what we're learning, God wants to, us to end up in the surely place to where we understand. In fact, that's going to be one of our key scriptures on, on Sunday, that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And God wants us to know that he really wants us to understand that and, 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 and to walk in that. So we're going to learn on how to develop his goodness. We're going to almost like we're backtracking a little bit on how to really develop the goodness of the Lord in our lives. It's possible. And uh, what we're going to do, what we're going to deal with first is it's called the drawing nigh effect. It's called the drawing nigh effect. And I've been quick in the last uh, couple of weeks on the word follow something so simple that um, we, we hear in early Christianity. Um, Jesus said to everybody that he called that we read about, he said two words, follow me, which we'll look at. But the key to drawing nigh is all about following. And the effect of drawing nigh is that there's no secret. I'm not trying to hide it. Is that you develop his goodness on your life. When you draw nigh unto him, he draws nigh back unto you, which we'll yeah. read in James 4 and 8. And his goodness is attached to that. His goodness is truly attached to how to how we follow after him. Um, because remember, the goodness of God is about affecting our minds, changing our thinking. Following is, is, is how we draw nigh. In the book of James 4 and 8, and you'll understand this as we go further into it. Remember, we're talking about developing his goodness. If you want to be saturated in the goodness of God, it's all about how you follow. James 4 and 8 says, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. I know it sounds like a statement that's being made after that, but to me, this at cleanse your hands and purify your hearts are results of what happens when you draw nigh. Amen. You get your hands cleansed. And your mind stops from being double. You don't think in two ways. The only way you think, your eye becomes single. The way that you think is the way that God would think. And that happens when you draw nigh to God. The word nigh means approach or to come near to. I love the latter definition. It means to join one thing to another. Now, in the series on peace, we learned on several occasions, there were levels that we learned about on how we joined. The last level that we learned about joining was, to me, uh, the deepest level of joining. It was the closest level because the axe was laid at the root, and we learned about how the axe is laid at the root. And so by, by, by becoming those that will give of our substance— 
those that will give unto the Lord and not hold on to uh, uh, finance and, 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 and wealth of any kind or what have you. Those that were open to do that, it was a, a really strong level of joining. Powerful level of joining was revealed. I mean, powerful. That we would actually be severed from the, the root of evil that 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 holds our minds captive to where God is not not able to really really put all of our thoughts into because we're stuck on some type of care we're stuck in some type of uh, lust uh, of things we, we get stuck in the deceitfulness of riches and God is not able to really really cancel out having a double mind. One moment we believe God is able, the next moment we feel like we need money to survive or money to get things done. We lose touch. So that last portion on the series on peace, when God revealed about how to uh, how to see the axe sever the root that causes us not to be able to really house the fullness of his mind was the greatest level of joining. And so to me, we God let me know here, he said, you guys drew nigh unto me in the series on peace. You drew nigh, you joined yourself to me when you accepted my word about uh, sowing your substance and, 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 and releasing substance and not allowing that to be your source. We drew nigh unto God and God saying, now I'm drawing nigh back unto you. God is drawing nigh unto us by way of his goodness. Amen. The drawing nigh effect is the goodness of God having full reign over our lives. It truly, truly is. It's drawing nigh unto him. And let me tell you something. In the book of uh, uh, Mark, where it talks about these are they which uh, are uh, the, the word is sown on good ground. Well, that word, that word ground is really powerful. It means the whole earth. It also means the whole terrain. What makes us, uh, what gives us the ability to house God's goodness in totality is when our whole terrain is his. Mm. That we draw nigh unto him with our whole terrain. Terrain is a, a parcel of land. It, it really speaks of personal, that you live on a certain terrain. And when your whole mind is affected where God can minister to you on any regard on any level and you will be in agreement with what I said when God is able not when man is trying to tell you but when God is able to minister to you in your whole terrain that's what constitutes good ground that's what true drawing nigh is that you approach to you approach him, you come near to him, but you join yourself to him. Yeah. And so there's an effect that comes from joining ourselves. And, and, and I'm going to get into that uh, later on. It'll probably be on Sunday. But I want to show you some things uh, 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 on how the call was and still is to follow. True followers are those that draw nigh. Sounds simple. I got my following kind of tweaked here through this message, through, through, through the study. It really is really, really 
made me really open up and, and really uh, uh, do kind of an inventory on how I do follow him. And it just we'll read a few scriptures uh, about when Jesus was calling them. And the call was to you and I, and still is, to follow. True followers draw nigh. And it says in Matthew 4, 19, he saith unto them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The call was to follow, Matthew 8 and 22. But Jesus said unto him, follow me, and let the dead bury their dead. Mm -hmm. In Matthew 9 and 9, it says, and, G and as Jesus passed forth from thence, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of custom, and he saith unto him, follow me. And he arose and followed him. I find it amazing how he'd said two words. And these guys shifted their entire life. Amen. They shifted their entire life. Their entire life changed. I even saw where the ax was laid at the root, and I'll show you in just a moment. It says, it, and as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting in the receipt of custom. And he said unto him, follow me. And he arose and followed him. John 1.43 says, the day following, Jesus would uh, go forth into Galilee and findeth Philip and saith unto him, follow me. And it goes on and on and on. He met Nathaniel. He met so many disciples along the way. And I find it kind of strange, too. I haven't found out why, but I'm going to find out. How every time he said, follow me, it's written with a capital F in the middle of a sentence. Not even beginning a sentence. It's written with a capital F in all of where he said, follow me. Interesting. That's very yeah. interesting to me. Yeah. In the middle of sentences, if you look at the notes, you can see it. And we're in our Ramah study, so we get to kind of mess around a little bit. Follow mm -hmm. me. It's written in capital letters all the time. Hmm. There is such a profound understanding about being a follower. Hmm. All right. I find it amazing, like I said, that Jesus said, follow me. And all these men left whatever it was they were doing and whatever they had, and they really followed him. They didn't do it for a moment, people. No, they, didn't. they did it throughout his entire earthly ministry. And when he ascended, they continued to follow. Yes. None of them returned to their livelihoods. That told me that in following, the axe was laid at the root. They sowed their entire livelihood. Yes. You may never record Peter giving tithes and first fruits. You may never see it per se, but I see something far greater to where when he said, follow me, he sold his livelihood. When Philip was told to follow, he sold his livelihood. Nathaniel, being an engineer, when he was told to follow, he sold his livelihood. They sold all that they were. 
The axe was instantly laid at the root for all of them that heard those two words, follow me. I find one that he told that to go and sell all your possessions and follow me. And he denied that was the rich young ruler. He denied it because he could not part with those possessions. But for everybody else that he called and said, follow me, the ax was laid at the root and any attachment that they had was severed. And now the drawing nigh effect could set in, which would be the goodness of God. I'll give you a hint on it. Why is that the effect of it? Because the Bible says, watch this, that the goodness, surely the goodness of the Lord shall follow me all mm. the days of my life. Bless God. So when I follow him, the effect of following him is that yeah. goodness now follows me. Amen. 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 The drawing nigh effect is the fact that now I'm trailing him and he says, don't worry about it. You keep coming after me. My goodness is behind you to keep you in the way. My mindset is before you and it's behind you. So if you stumble, it will pick you up again. Why? Because you're drawing nigh. You're following after me. Yes, God. The word follow means to accompany as a disciple. Hallelujah. It means to join, to, to join one as a disciple. It means to become or be his disciple. It means also, which I love here, to side with his party. That the world may be saying this. But the party, Jesus's party, if he was a Democrat, his party would be saying it's the way, it's the truth, it's the life. We side with his opinion. We side with his mindset. We side with what he's saying. We side with it. That's what it means to, 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 to follow. We side with his party. Yes, God. We stand on the Lord's side. We call things that are sin, we call them sin. We say that which is truth is truth. Amen. We join. We join to him as his disciple. We're disciplined and taught by him on a daily basis by way of his rhema. And when we hear it, we side with it. It becomes our way of life. Hence, when we do this, now the drawing nigh effect, it's opened unto us. The effect of his goodness begins to trail us. The, the effect of his mindset begins to settle into us. There's an effect, but it's all about how we follow Again, I find it amazing how they immediately had the axe at the root of any attachment they had unto this life. They heard the call and literally sowed their livelihoods into the soil of the kingdom. They drew nigh and the effect of that would be seen in and through their lives and their ministries. 
goodness showed up. It doesn't just show up, people. It shows up because we follow him. Amen. He says, while Amen. you're following me, it will follow you. That's why David said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. And let me tell you why mercy is added to that. Because when you are affected by goodness and your mind is in agreement, you are in line for the mercies of God. You develop mercy through goodness. The mercies of God are, are, are developed through the goodness of God. All of the mercies of God are coming because when you turn, listen, I'll show you very simply for everyone on this line, very simply for you to see it. When you turn and you bow before God and you are laid prostrate and you see the, the error of your ways and you're laying before the strength of the almighty God, your mind has been touched and affected in agreement. It was his goodness to put you in that position. So then Amen. mercy shows up. Why? Because goodness came first. Amen. It's a part of the drawing nigh effect. Mercies of God. The call is for all that are called to follow him. In fact, we read, we see, we see where uh, Philip and Matthew, we see where Peter and all of those guys were told to follow. But here's your call. This will prove to you that you heard the, the same two words came. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Follow me. That's the call for you and me. That when Jesus revealed himself to you, he said to you, follow me. Yes, God. It's in that right there that will cause the goodness of the Lord to in turn turn and follow you. Following after him, in essence, is really following after his goodness, to tell you the truth. Only God can put something in front of you and cause it to be behind you at the same time. He's omnipresent. Oh. Only God can do that. Only he. In one scripture in particular, it says here in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 15, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good both among yourselves and to all men. If goodness is following me, how am I following it? Because it's God. It's God. To follow after him is to follow after his goodness. It truly is. In fact, in 3 John 1 and 11, it says, Beloved, follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. Watch this. He that doeth good is of God. But he that doeth evil hath not seen God. He that doeth good is of God. So every time while we're following after good, and the word good here means anyone that will, when you favor someone else, when you're there for someone else, it's because you're following that which is good. And now what takes place is, now, 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 now you start to do that which you see. It's so simple when you look at the life of the disciples that they saw Jesus 
And to be a follower also means to be a mimicker. They began to mimic. It's not something forced, trust me, because when you do it forced, there's no anointing to remove the burden and destroy the yoke. But when you really are a follower, when you draw nigh, when you're joined to him, this goodness begins to flow through you with an anointing that has the power to remove burdens and destroy yokes. It's not by, listen, it's, listen, many people do good works and they're going to say to him, he said to, he will, they will turn and say, haven't I done many, many wonderful works mm -hmm. in my name? And he's going to tell certain ones that were doing good things. Watch this now. Depart from me. I never knew you. Mm -hmm. You never really drew nigh. You never joined unto me. You never, you, you listen, you never allowed me to touch and affect your total terrain. You kept sides of yourself to yourself, but no, no. So that was not following after me. To be a follower is to be, to, uh, these are they that where the word is sown on good ground, where the entire terrain is open to the will of God. Now, oh, hallelujah. Now goodness is coming after you. It's not because you're trying to do good. It's because goodness is really saturated all in and through you. Amen. But it's all about how you follow. A lot of us as, as, as elder Christians lose sight on how to follow. We become Sunday followers or maybe Wednesday or Thursday followers, but we're not daily followers of Christ where you're sitting with him, allowing him to disciple you. If you want the drawing nigh effect, which is God's goodness, his benevolence released over your life, you'll learn how to follow again. Follow not that which is evil, but that which is good. Draw nigh. Draw nigh unto God's goodness. Draw nigh unto him, and he will draw nigh unto you. Oh, Jesus, we bless you. It's all about how you follow. Think about it, and I want everybody to do this exercise that's on the line. Think about this for a moment, just for a moment here. Think about when you first got saved, how you followed every word he said. Think about how you followed him everywhere. You were a madman and a mad woman seeking after him. You followed him. If you heard a, 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 a reputable prophet came into town, you'd show up. You weren't showing up for the prophet. You were showing up for him. If you heard a good teacher was here from out of town, you showed up, you went. You followed after him. Think about how you followed him when you were at work and how you did not open yourselves to things that were not of him. Think about how you didn't have bitterness in your heart at times when, 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 when things or challenges came up, but you still were searching that which was good. You were still doing good. You were a vessel for him. 
Think about how you followed when you first got called. That should not change in any of us. Beloved, follow not that which is evil. Don't approach it. Don't go around it. Why? Because you're going to, the, the, the effect of it is you're going you're gonna to really stifle the goodness from following you. That which wants to affect your mind agreeably and cause manifestation to come. It's all about how we follow. It's remembering how we follow. When he said, follow me, he never said, stop. Think about the time. Seriously, some of you that are on the line, think about the time that you spend outside of his word. And think about how little time you spend in it. That's not being his disciple. That's not going to cause the drawing nigh effect to be made manifest. We so desperately want God's goodness. We so desperately want his benevolence. We want it. We know we need it. Well, my Bible says, but whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. My Bible also says, by what measure you meet shall be also met back unto you. Yes, God. Amen. Amen, Lord. Let me affect your mind. Watch this. Watch this. What's amazing is he's not even trying to make you follow him because he's Lord. I hope you understand that. He's not trying to make you follow him because he's the God of the universe. He's trying to make you follow him so his goodness can follow you. Mm -hmm. Amen. He knows why he's saying, follow me. He's taking you out of bad circumstances. Situations that you might not be able to come out of if he's not there, if you're not following him. He's protecting you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to bless you. He wants to heal you. That's why he's saying, follow me. He's not doing it because he's trying to get attention or he's trying to be somebody great or somebody awesome that everybody wants to follow. No, no, no. He's doing it for your and my benefit. Follow me was for me. When you draw nigh, it cleanses your hands. And I love the fact that it also, what it does, it stops double-mindedness. Oh, how big is that? Oh, for a double-minded man, don't let a double-minded man ever think that he would ever receive anything from God. It's stopping benevolence. But when we draw nigh, when we follow, no more double-mindedness. Why? Because his goodness is affecting our mind agreeably. Yes. Oh, what do you mean? I'm telling you the surely anointing falls on you because you're following him. 
to accompany as a disciple, to join one as a disciple, to become or be his disciple, decide with his party. Now I ask yourself the question, have you been really accompanying him? Have you been really walking with him like you used to? Has something else got your gaze? Are those three demonic things coming out of Mark 4 stopping you from following? The cares, lust for things, the deceitfulness of riches. Do you have too many cares? Do you have too many desires for other things? Or is the deceitfulness of riches stopping you from following? Hence, that's why he said, I laid the axe at the root so you can follow me. Salah. Think about it. Think about it. On Sunday, I'm going to talk to you about the the drawing nigh effect. We're going to get deep into that on Sunday. And uh, we'll talk about that on, on Sunday, what, what the drawing nigh effect really is. It is about the goodness, but we're going to really piece this together. But God just wanted me to deal tonight about following him so we can understand the effect of it, what takes place because of it. And stop thinking that it's a chore to follow Jesus. It's a blessing to have been called and follow him. We are blessed because he chose us. We are so blessed. So, so blessed. Yes, God. So Sunday we'll pick up here. That's all I got for you tonight. But Sunday again, we will pick up here. We will we will get in this here. There's a few comments on the screen here. Let me just see about these comments. Elder Allison says, amen. Elder Donna says, amen. Jay says, amen. Oh, and then Jay says, not only is he saving us, but every aspect of us. You said that. You said that very well, Jay. Yeah. I mean, you said that very, very well. Every aspect and boy, let me tell you, every aspect is being saved. But it's all about how we follow. It's all about how we follow. Believe me when I tell you. And so we'll talk more on Sunday about the drawing nigh effect. We'll get deep into it. We're going to be able, by the time he's done, we'll be able to develop his goodness. His goodness will be thoroughly developed. You will know literally that you're in the midst of developing more and more of the goodness of God. That you'll understand it, that this is how it is developed. This is how 
my mind is affected. It's really one plus one. It's easy math that as I follow his mind is I'm being affected in agreement to what he's thinking and what he's doing because I'm following after him. That's God. It's so simple. I follow goodness follows me. I'm covered from front and the back. I'm blessed that when I fall behind, when I'm following him, guess who's behind me? Goodness is right there. Mercy says, no, 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 no judgment here. No punishment here. No mercy's right here. Why? Because he's already, already saturated in my goodness again. He's propitiated all over again. I'm getting into Sunday's message, but I can't help it. He's already positioned. Mercy couples perfectly with goodness. Why? Because I'm in agreement with what God was saying. Though my flesh might have did this, goodness followed and cleaned up for me and put me back where I belong. Praise his name. And now mercy is here. Hallelujah. I can receive healing. I can receive deliverance and prosperity. Why? Because goodness covered me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, glory be to God. It's an effect when we draw nigh. Things change when we draw nigh, when we follow. Things get, man, they get good fast. You can make a mistake one hour, then one hour later, you're sitting on the top of the world because of what God has done through his goodness. Hallelujah, Jesus. There is therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Those that watch this, Follow after the spirit and not after the flesh. Condemnation cannot sit on you. Why? Because you're a follower of Christ. Goodness came and destroyed whatever condemnation could be there to come against you from believing God and having a surely anointing on you. How awesome is that? We fail one moment, but my goodness, his goodness comes and cleans us up. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank pushes you. condemnation out the door. Thank you, Jesus. So that we can believe and receive. The drawing nigh effect is powerful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we will go deeper on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. My, oh, goodness, my goodness. His goodness, his goodness. (laughs) Amen.